especially in a podcast that centers blackness and indigeneity. Hello, Dylan. So you've muted yourself. Good luck, everybody. My name is Dylan Wolfgram, co-host of Pacifically. And uh, how are you, Lenol? Um, I'm vibing. I'm vibing. You're vibing. Um, yeah. Talked to my therapist this morning. Yes, love that. Uh, yeah. I embellished how well I was doing because I didn't want her to call triple zero on me. <laughs> <laughs> I've always admired that you just say things so casually and it's just like, yeah. Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> Shout out to Sarah. Well, it's been a long time since we actually connected. You know, it's been well over, um, what, nearly six months or so? I mean, we yeah. talk in the DMs, but we actually haven't done one of these for a long time. Yeah. And the last time we recorded a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were in your own T-shirt. That's what. No. Okay. For context, <laughs> should I do that again? <laughs> no. Okay. For context, when Dylan was recording it, I used the green screen effect to turn my shirt into just like thousands of my own face staring back at Dylan. Self-love. That's, that's self-love. Period. But also someone, I'm not going to name names, um, lost the recording yes i'm sorry i do apologize for that well good was- i talked so much shit on that episode i'm kind of glad it didn't go up but since then um oh wait before we get into checking with each other this came about how we were just talking the other day yeah and we needed a way to get through lockdown pretty uh, much um so yeah we you know we had a had a chat in the DMs and just said, why don't we just actually do a podcast? Um, and we you know utilize the resources that you're already paying for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you're not yeah. actually taking advantage of. Yeah. I, I used to podcast quite a bit, but mm. then um, I was just like, you know what? You talk too much shit on the internet. <laughs> And your mother has access to the internet. (laughs) And then I realized just how unhinged those podcast episodes were. So I proceeded to take them down off the internet and they're no longer available. They're completely gone. (laughs) Um, They're not completely gone. Um, I've just unpublished them. So like I'm going to relaunch the podcast in about a month's time in October. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be season three, but season one and two will be available on Patreon or something. Oh, there we go. Get yeah. it. Get it. Subscribe, people. Yeah. Spotify, YouTube. Is it on YouTube? Um, it used to be, but then yeah. I took it down. Um, but the new episodes are going to be on YouTube. I'm going to film them as well. So, yeah. Love that. Um, Love but for now and for the past year that i haven't been posting podcasts i've been paying for podcast (laughs) platforms so i messaged dylan and i was just like hey i see you're posting podcasts i'm losing so much money every month would you like to use this resource (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it, it look the thing that's I find it's just the process is so long to get something done, and I you know I'm not tech savvy, so it's very hard. Yeah. Um, but also, like with my own stuff, so for all of you who don't know, I actually do do um, another. Actually, I'm gonna. It's not a podcast; it's a video blog thingy. So I was talking to a friend, and um, she was wanting to know where she could find the podcast. And I said they're all because they're they're only on Instagram and and on YouTube. But she actually said, "Well, yeah, I'm just trying to look for your video bloggy thingy." So I was like, "Actually, that's a good." That's a that's a new that's my new tagline, which it it really is to be honest. It's not you know it's not a podcast per se, um, but uh, yeah, you've been you've offered to get them up on Spotify for well over a year now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been yeah procrastinating on it and just really CBF just because I tried doing it myself and it was just like yeah you've got to like have a link to something i'm website i don't know okay look it's an entire process but lucky for you i know how to do it so (laughs) just like send me the files and i'll upload them like i'll i'll handle your metadata i'll do all of that (laughs) (laughs) but yes so welcome to pacifically um this is we're gonna try and do when you want when you think we'll do one one once every fortnight once a week I reckon once a week for a good hour is not bad. Yeah, once a week. It mm. gives us a bit of structure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to be talking all things Black, Melanesian, Pacific, colonialism, capitalism, um, end of the world stuff. Well, for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's check in. How, how, to be honest, how, how have you been? Um, how's your family back home in PNG? Actually, um, first of all, we haven't introduced ourselves. Where are you from? All right. Uh, my name is Lomo Wakina. My pronouns are he, him. Um, and I am Papua New Guinean. My grandmother and my grandfather on my mother's side hail from Central and Manus, respectively. And on my dad's side, uh, my grandmother and grandfather are from New Island and Millen Bay, respectively. Um, I don't want to get doxxed. I don't want you to know where my family is from, so I will not be more specific. I spent nine years in PNG, and then I grew up the, the next nine years in Fiji. So, you know, all around island boy before I moved here um, to Sydney for uni. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just, you know, a bad bitch doing bad bitch things. What can I say? <laughs> yes. Heaps of Papua New Guineans don't actually clock me as Papua New Guinean. Because, like, all the features are confusing. Like, I'm super dark because, you know, of my, like, New Island side. But I'm yeah. also, like, really tall. And that's from my central side. Yeah, I was going to say, you are massive. <laughs> like that's yeah. no exaggeration people like Lungo is massive <laughs> and we, yeah and like the thing is Papua New Guineans don't get this tall so like they just assume I'm Fijian right so like it, it's so funny because like in Fiji people would assume I'm Fijian so mm. they just start speaking Fijian to me and I'd be like 
uh, apologies. <laughs> um, and then back home, people would just, like, assume I'm Fijian. And, like, sometimes they'd, like, talk mad shit and talk piss in. And I'm just like, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So you do understand a little bit? Oh, I understand fully. Oh, hey. Yeah. Why am I only finding out about this now? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'm like, um, I'm too Sam. Like, I'm, uh, how do you translate that? Like, I'm too, like, ashamed mm. to, like, speak it because I sound like a white man, apparently. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. This is breaking news. You're <laughs> telling me this whole time I've known you. You actually speak and understand Fijian, and we've never had this conversation. Not, not Fijian, talk pissin in PNG. Oh, I was like Fiji. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I I wish I could speak Fijian, but you know, maybe I could mm-hmm. learn. Yeah, not for me. Actually, <laughs> if you do want to learn, there are great classes that a friend uh, who lives here in Melbourne does every Tuesday about learning Fijian traditions, pr- protocols, introductory stuff. Oh, that's um, so for Fijians living the diaspora. Yeah, they're amazing. So if I you can. ever want to, Tuesday is, I believe, 6 o'clock. Okay, I'll get into it. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'll send you the stuff. Yeah. What about you, Dylan? What's your background? Uh, so firstly, I'm from Bulibunaka. I'm called Dylan. I'm from Kolau. And at the Kinakomo Leu, Nanukurumavana, or Wasukinea Fubavau Tonga. First of all, my name is Dylan. I'm from the beautiful islands of Lau, um, from the island of Vunumbalau, and my village is Mavana. And I have links to Neafu Vavau Tonga. And uh, yeah, so I'm a mixed bag. I was born here in Melbourne. And moved to Fiji at 12. I'm pretty sure I was 12. Um, so my dad's actually, my, my grandfather's Tongan. My dad was, my dad never knew his dad. So we do have that Tongan connection, but I have met all the family. Um, but I take after my mum's side and I'm pretty much, uh, I'm actually Fijian through and through. I don't have any real connection to my Tongan side besides our last name, which I'm very proud of. Um, and what I actually, and I'll come to this later when, in terms of what we learned, one of the questions is that Wolfgram comes from Germany via Tonga. Um, but the one great thing is that we weren't Nazis. So, <laughs> oh God. But I'll get, to, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. I did not expect that, but. <laughs> You know, good to know, you know, <laughs> you never know, you never know. <laughs> yes. So, yes, I, I moved to Fiji when I was 12, um, stayed in Fiji, lived in Fiji till I turned, till after Form 6 or Year 12, uh, then I moved back to Melbourne. Um, so, I'm a proud grammarian, Suva Grammar, shout out, the best school in Fiji. Um, oh, where are you, what school did you go to? If you don't um, mind me asking. I was completely homeschooled my entire <laughs> life. Um, I have never set foot inside an educational institution that wasn't a university. Right. Yeah. Right. That's my life story. And where was this homeschool? Where was home located? 
Um, I've been Tamavo. That's where we lived. Right. Mm. Okay. It's a pretty. F- that's next to Low Dollar, isn't it? Uh not really. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say so. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's right. Yeah, we're just yeah, good banter, good banter. Yeah. No, I wasn't actually homeschooled. Like, I am, am a good person. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Shout out to my homeschool besties. You guys are great. Um, yeah, I fucking look. I went to international. I happy. Oh no! Look, I I was wanting to go there. I'm glad I didn't in the end. Yeah, you should be. God, I heard it's amazing though. Look, I'm not gonna shit on it too much. It gave me like a lot of opportunities. So, mm. any I'll siblings? Pull- yeah, I have. A younger brother, um, super annoying, love of my life, though, would die for him. Uh, is um, he as tall as you? Almost, almost. What are you, 6'5"? Six, 6'6". Six, six. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, like, people, this is no exaggeration. He is massive. Yeah. I, sometimes I forget that we've actually met in real life. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, that was a time. Yes. That was some time ago now. Was that the start of last year? No. No. No, because we met lot. Shit, when did we meet? It was, no, we were at some bar with a doobie. Yeah. Um, No, this was at the end of last year. It was at the end of last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Being too long between drinks. Yeah. I I thought I lost my passport that night. That's right. And then I didn't, but I just like had like fingers crossed I could find it. So like I fully applied for a new visa, knowing I didn't know where my passport was. And I was, cause like I memorized the passport numbers, mm. you know, like I had all the details and I had a scan of it. So I, that, you know, I just like upload that shit. And I was like, <laughs> you know, we're good. Yeah. And then like, I was like, oh my God, I might actually finesse the Australian government. I might <laughs> get a visa. And then it was like, and then I almost did. But then they're like, oh, you need to get a health check. And I'm like, fuck, okay. And they're just like, you need to bring your passport. And I was like, fuck okay it is and i was like so terrified i was like oh my god what am i gonna do because i've already lost a passport before and i so um and the thing is because fucking png just doesn't have their shit together i had to like have my parents apply for a passport in Port Moresby and send the passport to me through one of my brothers traveling here. Wow. And then I was just like, well, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic now. How, so I was just like, I'm just going to let my ancestors take care of it. I'm going to completely forget about it. Cause like the application went in and they're like, Oh, you need a health check. And I was like, fuck. And they're like, oh, the next appointment is in two months. And I was like, okay, I have two months to figure it out. And then, thank God, I found my passport. So. So we legal. Yeah. 
Um, Damn, all that for. Where'd you find it? Um, it was. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It wasn't an obvious spot, was it? No, it was outside on my balcony in a little pouch. <laughs> Why is it in a pouch on a balcony? Because when we hung out, I wasn't wearing clothes with pockets in it. So I just right. had a pouch for my passport and my phone. Right. So, so I came home and like I put the pouch down mm-hmm. and then like I put my phone down, but like I don't need my passport on like the day to day. So I was just like, okay, vibes, whatever. And then I don't know how it fucking ended up outside. And I was so lucky that I found my passport when I did because like the next week it started raining so much. My entire balcony flooded. Well, thank God for that. And I live like on this like second floor. Mm. So like it, it comes right in. Yeah. <clears throat> it comes right. Well, thankfully, you've got your passport. Yeah. And all that's been worked out. Yeah. So how have you been? Overall? Um, you know, so um, if you listen to this, I think Sydney's into what their third month straight. Look, I, I don't know anymore. I think so. This is week 12 now. Yeah. But so, you just lifted some restrictions. I'm I don't even know. Okay. Like I, right. I I don't keep track because I'm paranoid and I don't leave my house anyway. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I believe I believe I saw this morning that um so it is the 13th of September when we were doing this. Yeah. So um I believe they did lift some restrictions for fully vaccinated. Are you vaccinated? Yes, I got my second shot on Saturday. Well, fuck you. <laughs> I have to wait. Yeah. Well, oh, congrats. Astra Pfizer? Ah, uh, Pfizer. Yeah, fuck you. Why <laughs> on earth? This, no, listen, yeah. How on earth? I I'm not I wasn't even eligible to get Pfizer. Right? Bro, I'm I'm fucking disabled. That's how I'm eligible. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did they- bro, I've been like I was ready to get AstraZeneca in February. Like in February, I went in, I went to see um like I went to the clinic because mm. like I o- always have health problems, so they'd like know me there. Mm. And I was like sick, like I heard you guys just got the vaccine. Can I make an appointment? Yeah. And they were like, um, mm, let's make an appointment with a GP first. I was like, okay, whatever. So I go to the GP and she's just like, yeah, look, I don't think you should get AstraZeneca. Cause back then like COVID was, there were no community transmissions at all. And she's like, the risk is low. Um, so like you should wait until we get Pfizer. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. And then things started to get worse. So I made another appointment and I was like, look, I'm fucking terrified. Can I get AstraZeneca? And she's just like, no, I don't recommend that you get it. Like, you need to wait for Pfizer. And I was just like, well, I don't know where to get it. So, um, lucky I put, I chronically overshare on social media. So I was talking about how my uni, because I 
get my healthcare from the clinic on campus. And my uni did have Pfizer, mm-hmm. but they only gave it to people living in colleges. Right. So, Wait, are you living in a college? No, I, I live off, I live close to uni, but I don't live oh, right. at uni. So I was just like, okay, well, <laughs> fuck you then. But then one of my friends replied to my story and was just like, here's a sus link I used to book an appointment. And then I booked an appointment for the next week. <laughs> Look, <laughs> the last 10 minutes, right? We're going to put a disclaimer out. You have not been trying to finesse the Australian government for the second time. Okay, first was the passport and the visa. Now it's... <laughs> Wait, actually... Now it's the vaccines. Wait, hold on. Okay. Um, Don't tell me there's another one. No. Um, Peter Dutton, if you're listening, <laughs> please let my visa go through... I got an email this morning saying that there was a delay. Um, please just like give me the visa. I I promise to stop finessing your government. <laughs> oh, I love it. I like I love a strong. Please don't deport me. Um, thank you. Hashtag not finessing. No, not at all. No, well, that's good. I'm on, I don't get, I've got my second one next month on the 9th, 9th of next, yeah, 9th of October for Astra. That's really soon. Yeah. Well, it was originally, so the week and I got it, I got my first shot. They said, wait 12 weeks before your second shot. Yeah. Um, So I was like, yes, cool. Then the week after that, our amazing Premier Daniel Andrews decided to open up Pfizer for people 16 and older. So I was like, fuck you. And yeah, so now I, um, but he did say we can shorten the period from 12 weeks to six weeks to match the Pfizer. Is that the same as Pfizer? It's six weeks in between or something like that? For Pfizer, it's um, three to five weeks. Yeah. But I think for AstraZeneca, it's like the lowest you can go is eight weeks. Right. Yeah. Um, Because my my family back home in like Moresby, they got the AstraZeneca. Mm. vaccine and um they had to shorten the time between doses because delta's going fucking insane over there yeah so uh, yeah oh yeah so we're both vaccinated please get vaccinated if you can um yeah. you know i wouldn't want to i'm not i personally would mandate mandatory just for the sake of getting all this stuff over with but I'm not a dictating ruler like that. And so, yeah, if, yeah. if you're eligible, please go get vac- vaccinated so we can get out of this shithole that we are currently in. Yeah, fucking get vaxxed, dude. Like, I'm so sick of all the anti-vax propaganda that's everywhere. <laughs> like, I swear to God, if you're anti-vax, 
on site. <laughs> on site. On site. Like, if I see you 300 meters away, I am running 300 meters. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Go for it. Now, you know what? That's actually been, to be honest, like, it's been one of those things where I've got a weird, I've, I've, there's something that I've done with all of um, the people that I know in terms of how I describe their stupidity when it comes to this <laughs> stuff. Okay. Right. And the analogy that I use is if you are happy to snort things on a weekend up your nose that you don't actually know where it comes from and you don't take out the time to research what is in it and how much is cut up and where, you know, what's it mixed with. Yet you're telling people to don't to not take this vaccine that actually saves lives, then you're a fucking moron. No, literally. Like you're going to snort something you don't even like. Like like bitches have popped pills they found on the floor of a nightclub in fucking Berlin while they were on exchange. <laughs> But they won't get a vaccine that's been like tried and tested mm. by the like by the like most brilliant minds in like yep. modern medicine. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? <laughs> Again, yeah. on site. That on was on the site. best thing I could say to to people that I know is in those circles is that if you can take something up your nose, you can take a fucking vaccine. I hate this pandemic so much. If they told me the only way to get this vaccine was to butt chug it out of a traffic cone, I would butt chug the fuck out of Pfizer out of a traffic cone. Because I don't know about you, but I fucking hate living in a pandemic. Uh, look, I, I don't know about the butt chugging, but yes, I agree that I hate living in a pandemic. Do you think, here's a question, do you think this will be the only pandemic you live in? Don't fucking... Because I, it was interesting, to, like, I was talking with my old man a couple of weeks ago, and he turned 70 next year, so he's 69. But hey, shout out. This is actually his first ever pandemic, right? Yeah. So do you think in our lifetime that we'll ever live through another one? Or Absolutely. You reckon? Yeah. Like, because of climate change, like, yeah. like there's so many diseases that were frozen in ice, bitches, like they were on ice. And where are they now? In the ocean mm. because of global warming. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, there's seals turning up in Fiji. Fuck off. <laughs> Did you not see it? You're lying. Yeah, I no, refuse to. No, I, I'm going to. I, for all those, to, I know if you're whether you're if you're just listening to this and you can't Google Banga Island seal Fiji in Banga. No, yes, no, I Google refuse. It. Put in your put in your phone right now. Banga I, Island I'm Fiji doing, seal. I'm doing that right now. Wait. No, what? Yes. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <gasps> wow, we are all going to die. 
How crazy is that? Bro, oh no. Yeah. How crazy is that? Damn, okay. So there's only in my, I, I don't look, I don't know much about seals or what their migration patterns are, et cetera, et cetera. But there's only three places I can think of where it would have come from. Either Australia, New Zealand, or Antarctica, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's come from somewhere, unless it was on a boat and it managed to <laughs> escape. But I mean, <laughs> you know, so yeah, we're in crazy times. God, we're in crazy times. We really are. So we've got so the way we've got like what five questions that we're always going to make sure that um, we incorporate somewhere in the podcast. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to ask you the first one. Yes. Um. What caught your attention this past week? Um. This is one of the questions I did not prepare an answer for, but what did catch my attention this week? Um, my father has asked me to be the marketing manager for his band. <laughs> yes. Um, is it a rock band? Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay. Um, and they're like, like kind of big, like actually. In PNG. Like, not in PNG, like, in, like, in Moresby, like, locally, like, as local musicians. Yeah. And, like, his lead singer, like, has a bit of a following. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and so then, your dad plays which instrument? I definitely know the answer to this question. And it is <laughs> the bass. Bass. He plays the bass. Okay. Yeah, don't don't. If anyone tries to come for me, it's not. <laughs> it's not fucking my fault that my dad plays a billion instruments. Like, what am I like? He so he's a, he's the he's the lead guitarist, but also the drummer, and then. Okay, so the thing is, he used to play lead for his band before that, but when we were talking, um. He mentioned something about his lead guitarist. So context clues. He's a bass. He's a bass. So yeah, he asked me to be his marketing manager. Actually, that's a lie. I told him I was his marketing manager. <laughs> I called him for Father's Day and he was telling me about his band and like how big they were getting. And I was just like, oh, you guys need to like be on social media. And he's just like, uh, yeah, we had a meeting about that and we're not going to do it. And I was just like, what do you mean? You need to be on social media. It's 2021. And he was just like, well, see, the thing is, we're all adults with full-time jobs. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'm unemployed, so I'll do this for you. You, What caught your attention this week? Um, what caught my attention... I think all of it's pretty hard to miss. So it was all of the 9-11 docos news and things that came out just regarding September 11 and the attacks. And um, so, yeah, last week was a hard week to not 
pay attention or listen in or watch something to do with um, 9-11. And then, you know, 20 years after the attacks, we're still here in the same position the world was 20 years ago. Um, But I do have some show and tell that I'd like to show you. So, Oh, okay. um, So my old man used to collect the, subscribe to the time magazine every um for a while for about five years or so actually no for like 10 years or so he was a had a subscription with time magazine and going through his old things the other day this is from december 17th 2001 now i don't know if you can see it no you cannot see this fucking thing hold on let me, ch- <laughs> Let me change the virtual background. Will that help? Oh, anyways, let, me, wait, let me just go full off. So it's like, there we go. But that, this was December 17, 2021. This was the front cover of the Time magazine. 2021? Oh, sorry, 2001. Oh, focus, focus, focus. Uh, yeah. The last days of the Taliban, which I thought was, um, you know, very ironic. Um, and then the other thing that caught my attention was this, this one's from February 9th, 2004, um, which is also a ironic piece of history. Uh, bird flu is Asia hatching the next human pandemic. Oh my god, we um, love so yeah. racism. Sorry, we love racism. <laughs> so, uh, yes, those are the two things that caught my mind or my attention, which are both very fitting in today's environment. Yeah, I mean, I personally didn't see a lot to do with 9-11. Um, but that's probably... Yeah, I you must have been cut off. Yeah. Because it was very hard not to see anything on 9-11. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, 9-11 is just... Do you remember I, where you were? I was three years old. Oh, that's right. I'm old. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was probably having a great time with my <laughs> newborn brother. Um, yeah, nah, it's just like, like 9-11 is like, it's literally shaped my entire understanding of the Middle East because like, like, I didn't know a Middle East that hadn't been occupied by the U- United States, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that the last 20 years, as you said, everyone's understanding of the Middle East and, like, war is based off that one event. Yeah. Um, but just quickly, like... Oh, actually, maybe I should have put that for the, uh, the other question. But, like, I mean, I definitely felt a bit of anger 
with the whole withdrawal thing and the fact that the Taliban came in after a week or just like within a week took it all back. Um, you know, that, yeah, that was something that was, had me, hadn't, hadn't had each, like, yeah, I just, I was very frustrated, I guess you could say. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I'm super educated on the subject, but I was not surprised at all. Mm. You know, mm. like, like the, the US, like, they weren't even doing anything there, you know? They were just trying to, like, maintain control of the region. And when it became too expensive for them to do that, they just dipped. Yeah. You know, like, they've sunk billions of dollars into, like, whatever the hell they were doing in the Middle East. You know? Yeah. I mean, trillions and trillions of dollars. Oh, yeah, trillions. Like... Yeah, fuck, it's just, yeah. It's a very, um, it just feels like we got nowhere. I mean, we didn't. Like, we didn't get anywhere. Yeah. Like, the Taliban was literally started by the US. And Pakistan. Like, I mean, like, it's like, this is all just part of, like, the larger like American imperialist project, mm. you know, mm. like they're, they're so insistent on keeping an iron grip of everything that happens everywhere in the world. And, you know, millions of people suffer for it. So, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so sad to be honest. It's just, yeah. It's been, yeah, it's just, it's been a very sad month. Um, but, you know, moving along to the next question, what is your song for the week or what have you been listening to? Anything in particular? You're going to get so annoyed, but I don't care because this is what I'm listening to. Yeah. Why am I going to get annoyed? Because it's- Oh, please don't. Oh, my- you're oh, such a, I you're literally, you're, you're literally such a hater. You're I such a it. hater. No. And for okay. what? And for what? Yeah. Look, people, if you're listening to this, you can come for me all you want. K-pop in my, like, you know, to me. Here we go. It's trash. Okay. See, you, you can't, <laughs> that's like me saying rock music is trash. That's an entire genre. Like you can't. Yeah, say, I'm, no, I'm shitting on the whole genre. Yeah, you can't say K-pop is trash <laughs> until you've listened to the thousands no. of hours okay. of K-pop music. I will. I I take that back. I take that statement you. back. Thank you. I am not a fan of K-pop. See, that's much better. Uh, Songs. Okay, so you like mimes that just like do these dance moves. See, you know what's happening. Music. You you completely. Back in track. 
you completely cut out for the past minute. And I'm going to take that as a blessing because I know whatever oh, no. you said in the past minute no. was just bullshit because you're a hater. <laughs> now. No, well, well, okay. what I said, <laughs> what I said was they, they're like mimes. They just like, you know, they're not, they don't sing on the tracks. They're just a backing track. They dance to it, which is cool. If you like that. <laughs> That's not all of them. I know it's a very oversimplification of the, the genre. I know it's like <laughs> from what I've seen and what my sister listens to. I can't stand that. I just can't stand it. I'm not like, a fan. I'm going to stop I, talking about K-pop. I'm going to leave it at that. I think that you're being a hater. Anyway, yes. Back yeah. to my answer to this question. I own that. Um, I have been listening to this is. Very weird. I've been listening to three songs, all completely different genres with the exact same name. So all these songs are called Monster. The first song is by Irene and Solgi from Red Velvet. This is a K-pop song. Okay. This song is a fucking banger. It came out like a year or two ago, and I'm only just listening to it now. But it's so good. And I've decided that I want to learn the choreography to it. But I've also want to choreograph my own piece to it. So that's number one. Number two is Monster by Lady Gaga. You're... <laughs> so K-pop's... Uh, it's, not my it's not my taste. Okay. But you're listening to... Uh, is it Avril... Wait, not Avril Lavigne. Why would I say Avril Lavigne? <laughs> Lady Gaga. So the second song is Monster by Lady Gaga. <laughs> um... Iconic, such a bob. Um, and then the third song is Monster by Jacob Banks. I'm not sure if you've listened to Jacob Banks before, but I am in love with mm -hmm. this man. Let he, me just, I'm just going to Google it. Monster, is it Monster, the traditional monster? Yeah. By Jacob Banks. Yeah. Um, he's a British, kind of like jazz adjacent musician. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, because you know more about this than I do, I can play this song for three seconds, right, without it being copyrighted. Um, I personally wouldn't risk it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll listen. Oh, wait. I have heard of Jacob Banks. Yeah. Okay. He's got a great song called Slow Up that I've listened to before. Yeah. Uh, okay. Monster featuring Evelino. Yeah. All right. I'm adding that to my Spotify. So yeah, those that's my music. Three songs from three radically different genres with the exact same name. The exact same name. Okay. What's the first one again? Who's the K-pop band? Um, it K it's Irene and Solgi from Red Velvet. Irene? I'll just do Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Red Velvet Monster. okay i'm going to listen to the audio version because i've just seen this video thing pop up and i know that if i look at that one more time i won't listen to it but i will listen to the audio version you're such a hater anyway <laughs> so my song of the week which was um sent to me by a good friend of mine um 
is Standards by Becca Armani. Oh. And hopefully I'm pronouncing... Uh, um, mm, Amni. Am, yeah, no, Armani. It's not, it's not the fashion label Armani. It's Becca, B-E-C-K-A-H-A-M-A-N-I. Have you... Uh, she's from the Gold Coast. Um, she is... Her song Standards is amazing. Um, okay. I'm adding that to yes. my... The tone, the voice, just the presence and the essence of the song. It's amazing. Um, it speaks, she's speaking, uh, I believe she wrote it during the heights of the BLM movement last year. Yeah. And she speaks on her experiences of racism and privilege and things like that and how people perceive her and how they tiptoe around her because she's, she's black and all of these sort of things that uh, people of color have to deal with. So it's a great song. Um, so go out and listen to it. Becca Armani. Okay. Amazing. I wish we could play music without it being copyrighted, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that is my song of the week, Standards by Becca Amani. And you have three songs with the same name, Monster, Lady Gaga, Red Velvet, and Jacob Banks featuring yeah. Lino, Monster. So go listen to those three songs. Yeah. They better be good, honestly. Delane, I, I, I don't. I, I think Jacobs. I think Jacob Banks will be great. I used to be a Lady Gaga fan, which was in high school, but that was years ago now. Um, but I will listen to Red Velvet, but the audio version. Okay, and I will give it. To, if I will give it its props, if it's if it, if I like, like. Okay. If well, I move my head to it, I I haven't watched the video clip either. So okay. What's um, pissed you off? Oh my god. This is okay, slight trigger warning. Um because this will be we'll be talking about Are You Okay Day. Yeah. Right. So Are You Okay Day was on Friday or Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. I I did see your post by the way, but I'll let you continue. I fucking hate Are You Okay Day. This, ah, uh, I don't even, I'm so mad. Okay. So, Are You Okay Day is just an excuse for corporations to give themselves a pat on the back for asking their employees if they're okay. Um, newsflash, it's 2021. We're in the middle of a pandemic, La Bamba. Of course, no one's okay. Everyone's <laughs> fucking in lockdown. And like, what are you going to do, okay? You say, you okay, assume I'm an employee. You'll have to assume because I'm fucking unemployed and poor. So assume I'm an employee. And you ask me, are you okay, Longol? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I need mental health support. What will you do? You'll be like, oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, report by the end of the day, please. Like, what are you actually going to do to meaningfully <laughs> make people in your workplace less suicidal? Let's start with paying them a fair wage. Stop Facts. exploiting your workers. Facts. Like, the vast majority of mentally ill people wouldn't even be mentally ill if capitalism doesn't exist. You know, like, people are only 
anxious and stressed and depressed because they need to worry about making rent. Because if they don't make rent, they'll be homeless. You know? Like, this is such bullshit. Like, mental health is, like, garbage. Unless you're talking about, like, the greatest systems that make people have bad mental health. Mm. So, that's what made me angry. Are you okay? No, bitch, I'm not. Get rid of the day. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What's made you angry? Um, to be honest, like I, I had a, 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 um, a hundred different things I could have put in this anti-vaxxers or borders not being open, et cetera, et cetera. Um, or a little, you know, a lot of issues happening in the, in the country back home in, in um, back home in Fiji. But uh, this, for this week, it's fairly simple. I'm just over lockdowns restrictions and the fact that uh for me personally it's been officially 18 months as of last week uh where i haven't seen my little twin and i'm fucking over it yeah so yeah it's just lockdown and restrictions for this week um i will go on rants after rants if i could have this whole segment but uh yeah just i'm just over restrictions and i think i think australia and the fucking world are over restrictions to be honest yeah, fair enough. Um, so get vaccinated. You know, get vaccinated. Yeah. Seeing how that's the only way out of these problems, get vaccinated. But yeah, yeah that's, what's, that's what's pissed me off. It's just lockdowns. Period. Yeah. You know, Sydney's into their th- what, third month in a row. We're into our sixth lockdown. Six. Not six-week lockdown. We're into our sixth official lockdown. How on earth we haven't got a grip on this after 18 months when Australia was at the top of the world in terms of, you know, slowing this thing down or case numbers or no community transmission, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we were the envy of the world. Now we're literally shitting bricks. (laughs) Yes. Next question. What did you learn? This I, I have learned many things. Um, that corporations are just exploiting people. No, I already knew that. <laughs> um, I'm a communist. What do you expect? I have learned that I do not need other people. Well, that's not true. I do need other people, but I don't need like partners, you know? Like I don't need to date, don't need to hook up. Like I can like ever since I made the decision to completely divest from that. I have had so much free time, bro. I have played 200 hours of Stardew Valley. <laughs> life is good. Well, life isn't good. Yeah. But, like, life has improved. I love so that's, that. Paul. That's what I've learned. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you. You know what? I actually thought... So, I had something similar along those lines that I wrote down. 
but I thought it'd be, but I thought, you know, I'd be too, I don't know, cheesy or cringe. So I didn't, I completely changed it, but I'm glad you brought that up. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. For real. Ain't nobody needs no partners or sitting out here. Exactly. Okay. We polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm, I, I, that was a shit joke. I wasn't, no, that's not me. That's just, that was, that was just, that was shit talking. I used no, to be, uh, yeah, I used to be non-monogamous, but, mm. um, yeah. Well, I hope you uh, continue to have that success and good feeling about that. And you. you continue to play your games to wee hours of the night. No, yeah. I, I'm actually quite good. I stopped playing at like, I don't play anything past 9pm. Oh, good. Why don't you Twitch it? Get some money off it. Yeah, I'll start twitching. I think maybe tomorrow or the day after. Yeah, yeah. Live I already streamer. have. I already have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash lol l u n g o l. It's somewhere at the bottom here. No, cool. I love that. I love that. Who needs partners or anything like that anyway? Literally, and also like you're never gonna, you know mean more to me than my parents do you know so like sucks to be you facts speak on it speak on it well mine's was going to be along those lines but i changed mine and i'm going to stick with that mine's gone down the sport route oh yeah okay. <laughs> the last two actually have so to to i'm going to try and make it short as possible but hopefully um to all you sport lovers you'll know what i'm talking about um so what did i learn um i actually learned never to take cristiano ronaldo off my goat list for football slash soccer Oh, right, the volleyball player. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Now who's the hater? Okay. Yes, Cristiano Ronaldo is the GOAT. Okay. So, came to Manchester United at 18 from Lisbon and Sporting. Wait, via Lisbon, then to Sporting, then to Man U. That's when I, he was in the period where that's when I first started watching football and grew into the Ballon d'Or winner, best player of the year, et cetera, et cetera. Then moved to Real Madrid, done everything there, went to Juventus, done everything there. And now he's back at Man U, the home, the home of football. Um, but I relived my childhood over the weekend because he returned to Man United against Newcastle and scored two goals on his second debut. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, what I learned is that he will never be off goat status and will remain that way. And yes, he is better than Messi. Um, Boom. So yeah, what's your thoughts on his rare return, Longo? I literally could not care less. <laughs> I. I did not even know that like, oh, I, this is, 
I literally didn't know he'd played on different teams until this very moment. <laughs> um, well, this, this podcast is very educational. Yeah, I yeah. look. All that matters to me is that he looks like he looks fine, you know? Mm. Like, <laughs> like when I had my white boy phase, like, you know, he like he was hot. But like now mm. that I'm you know, like my brain is working. He's fine. Mm. Yeah. He's also Portuguese. So are they white? Are they technically white? Yes. Europeans are white, Dylan. Yes, but there are some cases. <laughs> no, let's, we're not gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just shit talking. Um, and last, last, you know, this is last segment. Clown of the week. Oh my! Who God. is, or who was, or what is your clown of the week? Um, now, because so- this is the first one. Because this is the first, you know, our first episode, it doesn't have to be the clown of the past week. It can be anything before this week, at least. Okay. It is another three-way tie. Um, What can I say? I love a three-way. It is not actually a three-way tie. It's just the thumbnail has the three judges, Asha, Priyanka Chopra, and the white lady. Bro, I have no words. This is the most clown behavior. If you don't know, CBS has decided to launch, I don't know, like a reality competition TV show called The Activist, where activists need to like, be, they were like pitted against each other to see like to compete for money. Yeah, who's more successful at like building their movements? And like, this is why I don't like the word activist. Anyone can call themselves an activist, you know. But like, what does that even mean? Mm. You know, I could like take my clothes off, put a photo on Instagram with a hashtag. And, like, I'm technically an activist, you know? Yeah. And, yes, admittedly, I have done that before, but for thirst reasons, not for (laughs) fake activist reasons. (laughs) But, but yeah, it's just such clown behavior. Like, if you really care about social justice, instead of pouring millions into a show where you have to pay production costs, yep. pay for your high-profile judges, yep. pay for the fucking daily COVID tests yep. everyone on set has to take. Why don't you, like, just give that money to people doing actual work? Yeah. Yep. Anyway. So it's, called, so it's called So You Think You Can Help. No, that's the meme. Oh, is that, oh that's, that's the meme. That's the okay. meme. All right. It's, so I'm, re- I'm, reading from, um, I'm reading from Culture Strike because I actually posted about this yesterday on my podcast video bloggy thingy. Um, <laughs> so you think you can help new celebrity-led competition series, The Activist, skewered by netizens? Asha, Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, and Julianne, who, who is she anyway? Julianne Huff. She's some white lady that used to be in blackface. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> are set to host a CBS series where six activists will be pitted against each other in head-to-head in challenges that use social media metrics to measure success. Now, there were some um, in- interesting and really good tweets and things that went on this post. So it's Culture Strike on Instagram. Uh, one by Juan Chan, uh, as activists are jailed, maimed, and killed around the world, this is grotesque. John Lovett put up wild alt title, so you think you can help. Uh, Micah stop hashtag stop cop city pleased to announce i'll be on the debut season of the activist working against my fellow activists to be the best activist with usher as my mentor a better world is possible we just have to be willing to duel each other with each other to the desk for entertainment julianne howe apologizes for donning blackface and it's her in a prison costume i'm assuming it's to do with black uh, orange is the new black show I don't know. I don't, I don't follow know. this white lady. Yeah. Um, then the post that I retweeted, oh, that I didn't retweet, that I posted on my um, page was a comment put by Sophie. And her comment is, this perpetuates the Western idea that activism, aka using action to bring political social change, is one, a competition, and two, reserved for an activist rather than the role of every citizen which I thought was very, very, very true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, but yeah, I actually put up the post saying Pacifica Spaces take note. Oh my God. Before news even broke about this, I literally tweeted that it was so weird to call yourself an activist if all you've done is participate in corporate PR campaigns. <laughs> But why would if I I don't know I don't know if you paid it to any attention to any of their stuff. But why on earth is and I'm not trying to hate here. Why on earth is Priyanka Chopra on there after all of her like yeah? Anyways. Okay, my God, like she's like dead ass fascist allegedly. Didn't she put up something the other, like a couple of years ago, where she was sitting on a panel as the UN ambassador, but then she was also advocating for violence against Pakistanis by the Indian army? Yeah. Yeah, which she got called out for. Usher, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not too. Yeah, like. Yeah, this is. Yes. All right. So that's they're your clowns of the week. Yeah. What? Who are your clowns of the week? <laughs> mine was along sports, but seeing how you brought this up, I feel like mine's inadequate now, and I'm not even going to. No. Talk up. Talk about your little games. <laughs> no. No, because no one's going to know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to. We're going to stick to this. this. No. No. Yes. Talk, no, no, no. talk about your little. No. Talk no. about the, the man with their, the balls <laughs> on, the, on the court field. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't anymore. No, no. We're going to talk about this show. No, this is, this is a safe space to learn. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See? Why? Is, I thought you were going to bring up something to do with, like, lockdowns or something. 
But you brought up something that's worth talking about, and I brought <laughs> up something about football. <laughs> it's fine. We can talk about sports. <laughs> okay, this is... I'm just going to say it for the sake, because this is the first one. I'm never going to yeah. bring up sports again on this no. podcast, unless it's to do with certain things. You, if I can have my K-pop, you can have your sports. So my clown of the week, <laughs> this is the sport of Australian rules football, AFL, Australia's biggest sport. Okay. And it's a very, um, it's, it's the best sport in the world. Okay. Um, but my clown of the week goes to the coach of the AFL team, Geelong Cats. His name is Chris Scott who has been in his position since he, so he was uh, selected in 2011 um, after, so the Geelong Cats are like the, how do I put it? They're like, in terms of a rugby, like they're like the South Africa rugby team. They're always, they're always competing. They, They may not win it every year, but they're always competing. They put themselves in a position to do so, right? They have the best winningest record over the last 10 years. However, his style of play wins home and away games. So throughout the year, throughout the season, wins a lot of games. But comes finals, always fails. Literally always fails. So the last 10 years, they've reached how many semifinals? Just can't seem to crack and make it to the final. And when they have made it to the final, which is once, they've lost. So my clown of the week goes to Chris Scott, who after 10 years, you'd think would change his fucking game style come finals. Okay. Because finals football is not about playing cute and playing conservative. It's about tackling, hard work, get the ball forward and kick a goal. Not play hopscotch. But that was my clown of the week. You should have gone after me knowing exactly what, you know, rather than me ending this segment on this stupid topic. Well, I didn't okay. think I didn't think you'd be talking about guys in shorts running around. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't read your mind, Dylan. Uh, but this goes out to... Asava Ratungalia, who's a Fijian playing for the Geelong Cats, is going to be a superstar. See, now I stand. You should have started with that. Started with that. Yes. Um, but yes, that's the end of our weekly segment. So there's only five questions. I don't know if they're segments, but hey, gives us something to talk about. Yeah. So, but this activist thing, what is, I'd actually like to get your opinion, right? Are you an activist? I would say no. No. Are you an advocate? Even or- more no. Well, I, I would think you are. I Okay, so the term I use is organizer. Oh. So. Okay. Someone that does actual work, you know? Like. You said that with such. um. <laughs> what <laughs> wait so because it cut out the last part i got of that was i'm the one that does actual work no <laughs> oh my god it cut out it literally it came back and you it said i'm the one that does actual work <laughs> wow maybe it's a sign 
No shade at all. No shade at all. No, okay. So, like, I consider myself an organizer. Mm -hmm. And, like, organizers to me are people that do actual work. They put, like, the work into their communities. They organize rallies. Mm. They do shit like you know, organize a GoFundMe for their friend who's about to get deported. (laughs) You know, like, this is, like, actual work that people do. Yeah. Whereas, like, activism, like, activism to me is more of an aesthetic because, like, you can look like an activist. And, like, to me, that's, that's where, like, the veneer kind of starts, where it's just, like, oh, if I take the right photos, if I say the right thing, mm. then people will, like, believe that I'm an activist. Mm. Whereas, like, if you're an organizer, you can't claim to be an organizer unless you're doing the actual work. Work, right. You know? Yep, yep. Okay. So, like, if someone, like, chooses to define me as an activist, then I'll be like, yeah, okay, like, but like that's not something that like a label I'd give to myself because I don't see any value in the label itself. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Good way to put it. Good way to put it. Okay. Yeah. So what? So if someone was to say, "Well, they're the same thing," they're not. You know, because like organizers are people that do work to create change in their communities. Yeah. And like that kind that is and it's like positive radical change. And stuff mm. like and like that's really hard to do. You know, and not only is it hard to do, it's impossible to fake. You know. Yeah. Whereas like activism can like Okay, I don't want to name stuff because I don't want to get taken to court for defamation. <laughs> like, like activists, like someone that gets paid full time by a not-for-profit could call themselves an activist. Right. Because they work for an organization that tells people that they're making social change. Right. And all they're doing from nine to five is calling rich people and asking for money. Okay. You know? And, like, if you, like, think about the community that they're in, does their community know about them? Does their community know about the work they're doing? You know? Mm. Like, it, like y- you can't be paid to be an organizer, but you can be paid to be an activist. An activist, okay. All right. So, okay. Actually, yeah, I don't want to bring up, yeah, I don't want to bring up any, because I was going to put out some things, for example, but I won't do that. Because we're can, trying, to, you, we're you trying can, to stay on air, okay? This is the first episode. <laughs> we're not we're not shade calling anyone in this first episode. But I you, understand. You, you can be vague about it, or you can DM me, and I'll know what you're talking about, and we can keep the hypothetical. 
Are you gonna actually DM? I'm gonna DM you. Yes. Me. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's do this. What about? What about this football side? <laughs> I was literally just talking about them. Okay. Oh, so, so we, are talk- we are talking about the Essendon Football Club. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. Because that's what I, I was like. As soon as you were described, I was like, wait, but that's literally like. Yeah. This football team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And do you think that's why. Yeah. You know. I think that plays into the same issues, the same, the same um, issues I think I have with this football side. Yeah. Is because I, I want to, yeah, man, like to me, yeah, anyways, well, that's for another day, but. Like, um, if you think about this football team, mm. if you take them out of the community they're in, mm. will their community notice? No. Exactly. Yeah. So, which like, why? Which is why I, act, to be honest, I reposted that comment by Sophie on my thing specifically. Like, they, they're a big part of what that was about. Like, that I see, that's how I see them. I view them through that. I was like, yes, that's literally. That- no, a hundred percent. Like, there's. Like, there's a reason why I haven't played for this football team. Right. Even though they've asked for me to. Yeah. So, and would you play forward or in um, the backs? Or you... I, I would be... Goal kicker? I would be the ballerina. <laughs> because that's how sports works, right? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, literally. Right. Like... Yeah, like everyone on that like football team, mm. they can call themselves activists, right? Mm. Mm. But are they organizers? Yes. Now I totally, I totally, I totally yeah. I totally, I totally understand now. Yeah. Um. If you're listening and you like desperately want to know, like. I only have 800 Instagram followers. You can DM me and I'll tell you. It's not that. <laughs> but, but it's also, and this, this football team also gatekeep a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was actually having this conversation, I think it was maybe two weeks ago now, um, is that I struggle to find i struggle to relate to uh not not i struggle to um gravitate to a lot of this stuff particularly because of the, some of these star players that uh you know are always in the media etc etc because to me i fail to see what actual work is being done yeah and I sometimes just look at it as this is just PR. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You know, like um, that's that's literally who I was subtweeting 
like yeah. three weeks ago before this news broke. Mm. I was just like, it's so weird to me that you call yourself an activist when all you've been involved in are corporate campaigns, corporate PR campaigns. Yeah. 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 And like, just like, like, you know, picking up on the star football player comment you made. Mm. Social movements cannot have people to be the face of them. You just like, like, Social movements don't have a figurehead. They don't have a hero. They don't have a leader, you know, because mm. if they do, then it's a weak movement. Yeah. Like you've literally seen how like, like in the United States. Well, look at the BLM movement. Well, like, I think the BLM movement's a bit hard to assess because it's happening as we speak. Hmm. But like, if we think of the civil rights movement in the States and how like several key members of like the Black Panther Party were murdered by the, like the American Hmm. government, were assassinated by the American government, Hmm. you know, like climate change had like one person that everyone looked to for all the answers and then, like, ExxonMobil hired someone to assassinate them. And, like, we'd all be lost without that figurehead. Mm. Which is why, like, social movements built around a single person will never work. Yeah. No, but so, the reason I bring up BLM, to your point, is that it, it, it didn't get the legs or it hasn't taken... It, it hasn't... It's not because of the people who created that hashtag. It's because of the message and what it's about that it's why it's gone worldwide. Exactly. Right? Well, and it's why though you know you don't think of BLM and you think of the, the three the three black women that started it. It's yeah. police brutality, ending that, defunding the police, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Whereas you know, for example, with, like with climate change, people now think of well, the first thing that they may think of is Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Right but not actually, I guess, the key elements of, of what climate change is about and why it should be something that they follow. Yeah. Um, yeah, you put it, I, I, like, now I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully this, you know, football side can, you know, go on to do an internal process of sorts. I... I think that the inherent structure of the football club makes it impossible for it to do meaningful work. Mm. I was actually very surprised that this, and this is when I first came across them, um, that they were actually part of, they were only a small part they were a small part. Don't say the name of the organization. No, no, no. They were a small part within the league. Like, yeah. they're just one club. They're one club within the actual body and yeah. league that actually governs the whole thing. Yeah. Which completely blew my mind because I was like, oh, I thought it was a completely independent yeah. football club. But in fact, you're all just getting paid by the, the league, right? Literally. Um, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> People listening to this have probably worked out already who we're talking about. 
Yes, but legally it cannot be proven. Yes, because we are talking about sports. Yes, this, 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 this is, is the sport. sports segment. This, this is, is a, exactly this is a sports segment. Welcome um, to sports with Jordan um, Longall. Yes, yeah, that. Oh my god, you've actually yeah, because I struggled like I struggle with that whole thing, activism yeah. and advocacy, because I don't actually know what I do, right. Yeah, because I, I don't. I uh, to be honest, I, I mean I don't think I'm either of them. But yeah, I there are small part, There are small parts that link to those two things, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not any of those. And I got asked this question two months ago now, where someone was like, "When did you become an activist?" I was like, "I I don't think no. I'm not like I'm not one. I don't." Yeah, I don't see myself as one, and I don't. I'm not trying to be because there's other people that actually do this work on the ground. I'm just someone who provides commentary. Period. Like, yeah, and I, to be honest, if anyone was to call me that, I'd be like, yeah, nah, man. And now that, yeah, you actually put it in a, a really good way. But yeah, this football club—that's a great way. That is a great way to end the segment. And a great way to end our first episode. Yeah. But in closing, because yeah, we could literally go on for hours. Yeah. Um, we are going. Wait. How, how long do you reckon we'll keep these things to? Because there's a lot of talk about in an hour. Do you reckon an hour is like a hundred percent went over an hour? <laughs> yeah, we're going for two and a half now. But we. Jesus. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Moving forward, I think we need to keep to an hour. But before we close, is there anything that you're looking forward to this week? We'll always end it. We'll always end it with what we're looking forward to this week. Um, so yeah, is there any, this is off the cuff, by the way. This is in one of our preordained My questions. God. Have you been it? talking to Sarah? I feel very attacked. Yeah, Sarah's my baby mama. F- shut up, Dylan. <laughs> what? Okay, let's start with you. What are you looking forward to? Um, what am I looking forward to? Um, whew. um. Uh, to be honest, in this very moment, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to talking to my family. So every second week, we have a, a Zoom hookup with all of my cousins and things back home. Oh, I love that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, yeah, so it's this week, it's on Wednesday. So, yeah, that's probably the one thing I'm looking forward to. I mean, I can't do anything else. Can't leave the house. Can't do fucking anything. So, um, so yeah, and my son just sent me some things that he did at music class today. So, oh, that's adorable. Oh. And how about yourself? I am looking forward to. Um, no, that's too deranged to say. <laughs> um, I'll tell you after we start recording. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to like being able to work out again because I've been like so sick the past month. Like I've been like too weak to do anything. So like, I'm so keen to like be able to start working out again. If you actually got shredded, yo. Fuck off, Dylan. No, I'm serious though. Like, yo, you're 6'6". If you actually got shredded, I could see you playing for this football team. Oh my god! Like you know, you know what? I'm 
I'm going to start playing sports just so I can pull guys. <laughs> I t- Wait, didn't I, didn't I tell you like, like how many months ago to join a sports team or something? I told you to go join a football club or something. Did, oh, did you? you? Yeah, you asked me. No, no I asked someone. Yeah. Like I tweeted or something. About wanting to join a sports team. Yes, and I d- I DM'd you back saying go to your local rugby club. Yeah, but I live in a really white area. I don't want to play rugby with white boys. I mean, but they may want to play with you. They always want to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anyways, uh- <laughs> thank you for joining. Thank you for listening to specifically Melanesia's notorious sons. Um, yeah, we hope you join us for episode two. Yeah. Um, Let us know what you think in the comments. <laughs> Be nice though. Yes. Yes. Um, don't, yeah, look, this is real. A lot of this stuff is going to be off the cuff besides those, those weekly five questions that we put in, um, every week, a lot of it's off the cuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, before we close, you got anything else you want to say? Yeah, follow me on Instagram and yes. Twitter at Lungalwakina. There we go. There we go. Um, and just be aware, a lot of um, Lungal's posts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what our logo should be? I just, I, I just realized. What? It should be you in your like your own t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, and when and when we actually um, when we're allowed to travel again, hopefully we're still. I'm hoping this becomes a weekly thing because I think I, you know. Yeah. But we'll get merch done, have a photo shoot, and then do these in in person. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll um, be so funny to record in person. Yeah, have drinks, but we won't put out the content till after nine o'clock because it's out of proof. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, Winawalewu, thanks for joining. And we will speak to you, or you'll hear us speaking uh, next week. Next week, yeah. Next week. And yeah, what's our, we've got to like, we've got to have outro music too. Something's going to be playing whilst this is wrapping up. Yeah. Um, But what's your, yeah, what's your, what's your extra tag? Mine's Doofus. Oh. Um, it used to be my hotmail name too, MSN. <laughs> Damn, you're old as fuck. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> you don't, you, you weren't, oh wait, did you have Bebo? No. No. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine's deuces. My lord. Uh, I don't know what mine is. You've got Okay, one. I'll do it. How do you, how do you, do you say goodbye in, 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 in like, I'm sorry, what's the official language of PNG? Uh, well, we... Because like, there's so many, there's like 800 different things, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So we say, like, Topisin's the most common one. Yeah. And Wait, what's the most common one? Topisin. Topisin. Yeah. Topisin. So, so it's like a Creole, like a pidgin language. So by is like, it's probably just by... Um, Oh, look at you. Look at you. Yeah. Okay. Look at you. Yeah. Right. Well, for the second one, I'm sure we'll have this stuff worked out. 
Yeah. Because you're probably not even listening at this point. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. Hashtag free West Papua. Yeah. Bye. Bye.